Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff, your weekly manifesting tune-up and check-in. I'm your host, Greg Kuhn, author of the life-changing Why Quantum Physicist book series. Each week, I share with you ideas, tips, and techniques designed to take better advantage of new paradigms given to us by quantum physics. Working together empowers and emboldens everyone on the team. Thank you for taking the time to make yourself part of this week's episode. Thank you for joining me in this continuation of Season 2 of Manifest the Big Stuff. Today, I want to discuss what you do and do not manifest, what you are responsible for and what you're not. When it comes to manifesting your material reality, you can't opt out. You can only become more intentional about what you manifest. To change what you manifest requires you to become more intentional. Like me, there are currently parts of your material reality you'd like to change because they're not satisfying, sometimes painful. To manifest your material reality differently so that it's more aligned with your true desires for it, it really helps to know what you are responsible for manifesting and what you're not. So what are you responsible for? What do you manifest? You manifest your own unique version of reality. You manifest your own version of every person, place, thing, and idea that you're aware of, including or especially yourself. The universe that you are currently manifesting is not reliant upon me to exist, but it is entirely dependent upon you to exist. Now, I'd like to split this topic into two parts. First, manifesting your own unique version of other people, places, things, and ideas. And second, you manifesting your own unique version of you. First, manifesting a unique version of everything that populates the material world. You already understand that you are the manifester. You want to create more good things, more good experiences. The burning question, obviously, and rightfully so, is, am I actually manifesting the bad stuff in my life? And the answer is, yes, you are manifesting the bad stuff in your reality. But that doesn't mean you're manifesting it wrong. You are manifesting some versions of reality that are bad, versions that are painful for you. You'd like to change some of them, 
you'd like to manifest them differently. Some of the bad stuff you can't change, like your mother dying or your partner choosing to lie to you. Some of the painful stuff you can change, like manifesting more money or holding a wrongdoer accountable for their misdeeds. But even when you can't change what is happening in your reality, you can always change how you are manifesting your version of it. Continually learning about which bad stuff you can change and how you can change it, that's imperative for a more intentional manifester. Yet sometimes, when your version of something is bad, you are making the right call, for yourself at least. Let's acknowledge that some people, places, things, and ideas are harmful and dangerous to you and others. How you manifest the bad stuff is just as important as how you manifest the good. Sometimes, you learn that you can manifest better versions of bad things. Sometimes you learn to manifest better ways to interact with the bad stuff, to protect yourself and others better. Both are equally valuable things to learn. Until you know it's best not to take chances with your material reality, Don't assume something isn't really as bad as it seems until proven to you otherwise. Being an intentional manifester is also about listening to your gut. When your gut tells you something is bad, listen to it. Identifying the bad as early as possible is the most important thing. Next, is employing suitable boundaries between you and the bad stuff. And after that, it's important to create appropriate accountability for the bad stuff and its purveyors. So identify what's bad. Create and employ boundaries to protect yourself and others from it. And ensure that there's accountability. Trust is best earned with low-wall security low enough that someone can get over it with effort, but high enough that you'll notice it anytime someone is trying. Now, let's get into the second part of our discussion of what you manifest. Let's discuss you manifesting a unique version of yourself. You manifest a unique version of you. And you are a physical body, a time-space event, a vessel for existing in three-dimensional time-space. And you are also an idea, a concept. You are manifesting that you, your body, and the idea of you. So you is one part of your material reality that you can always change. You can always manifest your version of you differently. Not only that, but only you can create 
your version of you. No person, place, thing, or idea manifests the you in your material reality unless you allow them to. Don't ever allow them to. It's too risky to let someone or something else manifest your version of you. No matter how important they might be to you, don't hand over the power of manifesting your version of you. Pay attention, however, to how others are manifesting their version of you. The version of you they're manifesting is evidence for you. It's empirical data. Evidence you should consider when creating or revising your hypotheses for how to manifest yourself more aligned with your true desires. In painful areas of your material reality, listen to others to understand the version of you they are manifesting. The more important the other, the more important it is to listen. Learn why they are manifesting that version of you, but don't assign them the role of manifesting your version of you, no matter how important they are. The value and importance of manifesting yourself differently as a way to manifest your experiences of material reality differently is illustrated by systems theory. Systems theory tells us that if you change one part of a system, you change the entire system. Think of it like putting food coloring in a fish tank. And this material reality is a system. Every component, every person, place, thing, or idea, every part of material reality, including you, is but a different perspective of the same thing. We're all part of the same system. And the different perspectives each time-space event holds is merely a byproduct of every thing temporarily deviating from an energy state. Material reality is energy from a field of energy temporarily forming time-space events to form the material universe. You, like every part of this system, experience yourself as separate from all else while you're here. Every consciousness-possessing time-space event in the universe is manifesting its own unique version of material reality. So when you are displeased by the system, when the system becomes painful for you, you need to change one or more parts of the system to change the entire system. You can change other parts of the system outside of yourself, and sometimes you definitely should change other parts of the system. Bringing justice to someone who's doing you harm is an example that comes to mind. Manifesting more money is another example of how changing other parts of the system in ways that you can changes your experience of it. 
There is one part of the system, however, you should always change when it becomes displeasing or painful. Yourself. Even when you're making necessary changes to other parts of the system, also change yourself. You will always have full access to manifest yourself as differently as you dare. Manifesting yourself differently is the most reliable way to change the system, to change your reality. Manifesting yourself differently is also the most consistent way to align your beliefs with your desires for reality. To manifest yourself differently, understand, others who are aware of you are manifesting their own unique version of you. You can and should positively influence their versions of you, especially when those people are important to you. But ultimately, you are not responsible for the version of you others create. You are only responsible for the version of you you create. When things are going bad, it can be challenging to manifest a version of yourself that's different from how others are manifesting you. When the big stuff, like love, health, and wealth, are going bad, you're often being manifest by others as unworthy, undeserving, untrustworthy, incapable. It's important that you prove those versions of you wrong to yourself first and foremost, then to others. Proving those versions of you wrong to you by making sure you manifest the version of you that you truly desire is actually a huge help in proving the same to others. To settle painful versions of you that others are manifesting, use a powerful tool that I call Satisfy Your Inner Critic. You've heard me talk about this before. I'm putting some slight twists on this technique here. Ask yourself, what is it about how I'm being manifest by this person that concerns me so much? What am I worried might be true about me here, about my version of myself? Keep exploring those questions until your answers are about you. As in, I'm worried that I really am very selfish, or I'm worried that perhaps I really am untrustworthy. And then ask, what truth is there in that concern? Don't beat yourself up, just be honest with yourself so that you can do what's necessary to alleviate those issues and problems to your private and honest satisfaction. This is a surefire way to manifest yourself differently and 
to grow your beliefs more into alignment with your desired experiences. It also offers you the greatest potential to manifest the system in ways more aligned with your true desires for it. And, as a side benefit, satisfying your inner critic in this way also usually works to silence your external critics as well, or, at the very least, reveals any hidden agendas they have. And now, this week's quantum tip. A brief and powerful takeaway that you can start to use right now. In last week's quantum tip, I talked to you about the role that your past plays. That its role is not to define who you are, nor to define your future. Unless you don't learn from your past, that is. Don't let your past define you or your future. Learn from your past. You're familiar with ways that people often prevent themselves from learning from their past, like avoidance behaviors, distracting themselves from it, even abusing substances to deaden themselves. At the core of all of that is shame, guilt, and regret. Processing those feelings is vital to learn from your past and move forward. Thank you very much for sharing your time with me. I don't take it for granted, nor do I take for granted the opportunity you give me to be of value to you. On my website, whyquantumphysicist.com, you'll find two things that I really want you to have. The first is a copy of my emotional reference chart, an idea inspired by Esther Hicks and Abraham. It's a hierarchy of emotions that I use as I raise my beliefs into alignment with my desires. And you can find it on my website. I'd also like you to have a copy of a book called How Reversing Seven Words Can Change Your Life. It is a short and condensed version of many incredibly important lessons gleaned from my trial by fire as I raised my beliefs about money into alignment out of desperation to avoid financial disaster. Please go to my website now and download one or both of those free items. And in the meantime, I hope you spend your time manifesting your material reality in closer alignment with your desires for it. And I look forward to spending some more time together real soon.